0: Quiet quitting isn't just happening at work, it's happening in the church too. Here's what that means for church communications. Whether you're just getting started in your role or a seasoned expert, it's time to rethink how we communicate. This one historically important age group attending church actually fell to 28% this year. Let's talk about what that means for church communications.
1: Hey there, church communicator. Welcome to the Church Juice Podcast where we are energizing church communications one 20 minute episode at a time. I'm Brian Haley.
0: And I'm Jeanette Yates. Whatever your title or role is at your church, we're here to give you communication tools and resources to help you thrive. If you're just getting started in your own church communications role, or you have been in the role for a while and thinking about a refresh, today we've got you covered, but we are gonna be actually diving in to something that we really want you to try. We are gonna be talking about the latest trends in the digital space and how it is good news for churches and give you some fresh ideas to start this fall.
1: That's right. So one of the things that we've been focusing on throughout this month, the last few episodes and in other content on Church Juice is really helping you get started if you are just starting out in your church communications role or if you're just trying to get a fresh start or a refresh in your communication. So I'm really excited about today's topic because we are breaking down, not just thinking about strategy and that kind of thing, but really going back to the core of what is communications? What does it look like today in today's evolving space, especially in the digital space like you were just talking about? So let's start with talking about communications and marketing. What do we mean when we when we even say church communications or church marketing? What does that mean?
0: Well, I think the number one thing we can get we and you know, I love new technology and new digital tools and all of this kind of stuff and we can get really excited about a lot of things that are coming out or the new the newest trend, the latest trends. We are going to be talking about some trends today, but what what is really the most important thing about any communication is that actual connection that you're making with the people you're trying to communicate with. So whether that is social media, a, conver- a one-on-one conversation, communication from the pulpit, it's all about making that genuine connection.
1: That's right. When we say communication or we say marketing, it's not selling something. It is not convincing something to do something. When we talk about communication, we are talking about connecting with people. And I think that's really important for us, especially in the church space, as a church communicator, you're watching this or listening to this episode. When we are communicating, when we are doing church marketing, we are trying to connect with people. If we're not connecting with people, then we can't, we can't persuade them to do something, to take an action, right? But the very foundation is all about connection. And sometimes we forget that. So I think it's really important for us to uh, return to this idea every so often to remind ourselves that we are talking about connecting with people. How are we making those genuine connections uh, one-on-one with people in our congregation or in our community? So I love that we're just going back to the basics here.
0: Yeah, that's right. And it's always important, especially like we're talking about this, like restart or refreshing it's always important to just strip it down to the very basics. And so I love that that's what we're focusing on today.
1: So when we think about a communication role, whether again, you're just getting started in this role or you're thinking about refreshing your church's communications and maybe you're evaluating it overall, the primary question that you should be asking is how am I connecting with people? Or more than that, Am I connecting with people? (laughs) Does this communication platform or this way that we are communicating, does it actually connect with people or to people? And that's why it's important, we've talked a lot, I think even last week we talked about knowing your audience, knowing who you are trying to connect with. And so really, when we are evaluating or starting out, we need to know who we are trying to connect to so that we can connect with them.
0: And one of the things that you and I were talking about before we hit record is that connection is getting harder than it used to be. Um, With all of these ways to connect with people, we have all these tools but something is shifting in the way that we connect and the way churches are connecting. And so we were sharing some articles back and forth with each other that we read over the week where church is different now than it used to be. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what you learned?
1: Yeah, so we'll, of course, put links to this in the show notes, but there's a Wall Street Journal article that came out recently that talks about how middle-aged people are attending church less frequently. They haven't returned since the pandemic, essentially, is what the article talks about. But really what the, the article gets down to say is that even when people are returning, they are less involved. And so if you if your church has seen a rebound or maybe an increase in attendance from pre-COVID to now, probably what you're seeing is that volunteerism or the the engagement of people still hasn't caught up to that pre-pandemic level. And so we're seeing this across the board. And that's what this article points out. And there's a key demographic that we talked about in the very first part. And that is what the the article defines as middle-aged people. So if you fall in this age group of 39 to 57, sorry, but apparently you are considered middle-aged now. So this Wall Street Journal points out to research that says that middle-aged people who historically have been a key demographic, because that's where most of your involvement comes from, they have kids that are involved, all of that, um, weekly attendance in this bracket has fallen to 28% across the board. So your church may be a little bit different than that, of course, but across the board, that, fa- that fell from, what was it, 41% a few yes. years ago to 28%. Like just in
0: 2020. Right. Yeah.
1: So in just three years, that's post-pandemic. We see that things have shifted and we're seeing the decrease in involvement. So people are coming less often. They're involved less than they used to be. And I think there's more to it too.
0: Yeah, I really identified with this article as much as I don't like the term middle age. But yes, they're speaking directly uh into what I am experience experiencing as a middle-aged uh, you know adult churchgoer I uh, you know struggle to get involved I want to and you know I did end up finally agreeing to volunteer this fall but it took you know whereas normally I might have been more prone to do that it is very difficult because I do have children I have a mother I'm caring for I have a full-time job Plus all my stuff here with you guys. And so, you know, life is really busy. And, you know, that was one of the things that said. And so I really thought it was interesting that they brought up the term quiet quitting, which we hear all the time. My generation might have just call it, called it slacking off. <laughs> but the the gist is of quiet quitting in the workplace is that you kind of show up but you don't do much. That's the same con, you know, concept in quiet quitting in church is this, you know. We're showing up, but we're not. We're still disconnecting. We're still checking out, um, and then we're not as quick to sign up for something because we don't want to commit. Because then, you know, what if we don't? F- <laughs> it's like overwhelming to think about that. Like just now, I'm like, <gasps> um <laughs> so that's part of what it is. But what this means for communications, which I think what is what Brian and I wanted to share with you today, is you know, church used to be where you got your information. You used to be able to show up on Sundays. You would hear stuff from the pulpit, whether and not just the encouraging and teaching from the sermon, but you would also hear like what's happening, what's going on. Well, and you would get your bulletin right and all that. Well, if you're not there and you're not connected when you're there, you may even like not even hear the announcements. (laughs) And so how do we work with you know, within our communications role and still communicate with the people in our community, our attenders, our members, and and the broader community. And so that's kind of what we wanted to hit real quick in this episode.
1: Well, and it also points to beyond this idea of just not being there as often on Sundays. The fact is that we used to, as the church, as Christians, we used to find community in the church that used to be the anchor of the community, but people are finding that community elsewhere. It's no longer that anchor of this place where we feel connected, we feel that connection in that community. And so when we think about communication and connecting with people, we need to really think about where are people getting community and how can we, how can we foster a space for that community to happen? And that's where I think this article really helps us think about communication when we think about starting out or getting a refresh and really thinking about if we want to connect with people, we need to genuinely build com- a space for community to take place. And somewhere, we've lost that. And so I think that's really really what we need to think about in communication is that connection and that community. So really, I guess when we're talking about how people are attending less frequently, they feel less or more, I guess, disengaged than previously. We need to think about how we're communicating. We need to think differently. Maybe we need to work harder or work differently than we used to in the way that we're connecting with people. And we need to create that space for community. So that's where something else that we discussed today, earlier, before we started recording, uh, was really about this digital space, about social media and just kind of this way that we are, uh, as a culture, communicating differently online than we used to. So why don't you talk a little bit about that?
0: Well, you know, I really love digital community, digital spaces, I love interacting with people. Part of my day job is actually nurturing a a community of people online, and so I really love that. But um, I read an article yesterday and I was like, oh, this this makes a ton of sense because we're seeing though Facebook groups and other there's other platforms that have private communities, Circle, Mighty Networks, all of these. Digital community spaces are very, still very popular, but people are getting more selective about what spaces they wanna connect in and also what accounts they wanna interact with. So whereas a few years ago, you know, I think last week, Brian, we were talking about like how long we've been doing this kind of thing. When we were getting started, it's like how beautiful can you make your feed, your graphics, you know, it was more about like, you know, getting that all that branding perfect, you know, all of that. Well, now that is, people almost tune those things out. So even before we dive into like the actual community piece, just know that one of the biggest trends that's coming out, not just now, but I mean, it's been this trend that's been building is people want more authentic content, which also means they want more authentic community, right? So when you're trying to curate connection, you really can't do that. You can curate your content, uh, you can curate uh, maybe an opportunity for connection, but you can't fake connection. You can't automate it as much as you might want to. So I attended a webinar yesterday on AI and community building and like the gist is you are going to have to show up as a real person in the online spaces because everyone's just going to assume you're AI. <laughs> like everyone's going to assume your content that you're writing is not real. So you have to show up as a real person. So, you know, yes, there's the the post that you make as the church brand, but if you're a pastor or a ministry leader, you got to show up. You got to show up. Now, so that's just that's one piece and I could we could have a whole episode, another episode on AI and community building which we might later, but for the purposes of this, I want to tell you I got so excited when I read this article which like Brian said we're going to link in the show notes. But the the title of the article is social media is dead. And which it's not, but the the truth is social media is changing. Yeah. <laughs> well, social media is changing. So people are looking for more one-to-one connection or small group connection. So you will recognize this when I talk about it, but if if you've been on Facebook, which if you are a church communicator, yes, you have, right? (laughs) We're there and somebody, we get one of those like chat, like, do you want to join this chat? Or maybe you're automatically put into the chat, like that was happening when they first started it. And you're like, what is this? Well, what Facebook is doing is saying, hey, even in your group that you run, even or that you're a part of you know that is a place for connection a place for community right we we're seeing that people want a smaller community so those little chats are a way for you to gather people within your group within your Facebook group or your church you can gather smaller groups of people in those chats which go through messenger the messenger area so that is one of the things that is an indicator of like oh okay people are wanting those smaller connections. Another thing that you'll notice too over on Instagram is a lot of people, they're not saying, click the link in bio. They're saying, shoot me a DM and I'll send you a resource, or shoot me a DM and we can chat. That's because people crave that smaller one-on-one connection. Now, you can automate a little bit of that, which...
1: That's what I was good, just going to say. Some of that talk is for marketing purposes.
0: But you can, but a lot of the the people I talk to in the marketing space say that if as long as you can have those one-on-one interactions, you know, that you, that where you may able, be able to uh, automate a little bit of it, you still want to be the one responding back and forth if you're having those conversations. So all that to say the preference is going to more authentic community, smaller communities, one-on-one messaging or group chats. Like that is where it's at. And I can tell you that if my, if I read this article to my kids, cause it's like the latest trends, <laughs> my kids would be like, yeah, that's what we've been doing for years.
1: Yeah. We spend a lot more time in DMS, right? Like if I'm on Instagram, I'm sharing Reels with my friends in DMs or TikTok, I'm doing the same thing. We're all spending more time personally sharing content, looking for that genuine community that we have with our friends and the people that we know, even if it's just online. And I think that's where a lot of churches have gone back to what used to be, whereas the rest of us have continued in this digital space. So really knowing your audience, knowing who you are trying to connect to and what their interests are, will help you create better content and connect with people in a more genuine way, too.
0: Right. And I think, you know, the more and more that you can do those those connections and those authentic conversations, the more you're going to hear the concerns and the things going on, like we read in the Wall Street Journal article. And then you can address those concerns with your community in person, and that will lead them to want to come back more. I, that's my hypothesis. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I would say, too, we've spent a lot of time as the church, generally speaking. We've spent a lot of time reminding people about the importance of coming together again or going through books of the Bible, but what we don't spend a lot of time doing is answering questions that people are actually asking. Even if they're sitting in the pews or the the needs that people actually have in their day-to-day and we've forgotten about how to connect with people so that's really when we think about communication we have these discussions it's all about connecting with people and that's what we want you to walk away with today in the digital space it's all about connection it's no longer about how polished your content can look like you were talking about or even how many likes you can get on something but that engagement uh, is a critical piece and should be a key part of how we're connecting with people online.
0: I totally agree. And I'm excited to hear from everybody in the Church Juice fam about how they are making those smaller connections, those one-on-one connections. So I hope they'll hop in the Facebook group, which I know you're going to tell them about here in a minute, but I just want to say I'm a Facebook group fan. so.
1: Yeah, if you are if you are not part of our community of church communicators, I encourage you to join our Facebook group. I'll throw a link, of course, in the show notes so that you can get to it. But it's a great space to find community among your peers. Also ask questions or you know engage with these discussions that we're having about church communications and trying to connect with people. So uh, join the Facebook group if you haven't already. All right, one more thing before we go. I want to make sure that you are aware that we are hosting a live one-hour webinar later this week about getting started or getting a fresh start in church communications. We'll expand on some of the stuff that we talked about today. And we'll also talk about some other ways that you can get started and get a fresh start in your church communications role. So it's free, but space is limited. So check out the link in the description below to register.
0: Thanks for listening to the Church Juice Podcast. On next week's episode, we will talk with a member of the Church Juice community about their experience becoming a church communicator. The Church Juice Podcast is a listener-supported production of Reframe Ministries, a family of programs designed to help you see your whole life reframed by God's gospel story. You can learn more at churchjuice.com.